Hi guys, welcome to a brand new episode of Pride Pride the Podcast, where we discuss all your favorite hot topics, juicy celebrity news, and politics. So go and grab yourself a drink and maybe a blunt, whatever makes you feel good, and join us for a day of hot topics. Let's fucking go. It's Pride, bitch. Hi guys! Hi. Hi. Welcome back to a brand new episode of Pride the Podcast, brought to you by yes. our friends. <laughs> over, brought to you by our friends over at Rehab Entertainment. I'm Adam Andrews. I'm Aya Onike Cumming. I'm Darrell Anthony, and I'm Mr. Braden Bradley on location at the moment. Hi. Yay. How have you been? Are you asking me on location? Yeah. (laughs) Um, I'm so well. Um, I'm currently in Chelsea, Manhattan. I've just I've just arrived freshly back from Isla Mujeres, Mexico, where I had a lovely bachelorette party for Leanna Cosmic Millen, my former co-host of Saturday Morning Live. Mm -hmm. And it was a lot of fun. Yeah, it looked fun. You were up there doing karaoke. Well, they gave me, you know, that like fancy tequila that comes in the white, oh, uh, white with the blue around. Ooh, that's the, that's expensive. that's expensive, and also it makes you do really bad things. Did it well, come with a worm? I, probably, and I probably did it. I can't really tell you the truth. Oof. Well, uh, I knew you were feeling yourself because that was one picture I turned out of. I say, Brayden is shirtless and he is red as 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 Sebastian, and he is cackling. Did you burn? I was- I was not shirtless. I always burn. I'm no, you were in the picture that I I saw of you. You were shirtless. That's okay. We'll put it on the. We'll put it on the. Um, Pride yeah, the check Podcast check Instagram. us out at, at Pride the Podcast. Pride, yeah, Pride the Podcast. Um, at um, Instagram, they, and we will repost that picture at Brayden. Yeah. They did not get my approval to take that. Brayden, you <laughs> took it and posted it. Oh shoot! <laughs> my favorite part was Love Shack, baby. Yeah, no, you were wild. <laughs> So, you know, I didn't really know that it's mostly the lead is the male. I wasn't really thinking that. I thought, like, the girls were going to take it over and I was just going to be up there. But then the song started playing and it's my mom's favorite song. Mm-hmm. And I completely forgot. So I Funky had to. Funky little Funky little It's a good one. And I feel like whenever you do, I was saying this the other day, whenever you do karaoke songs and stuff, like, you find new songs to add to, like, your little book and it's just mm-hmm. like, why haven't I added um, Busted uh, by the Isley Brothers? Yeah. Like, I need to add that. I need to add Missy Elliott, work it to my karaoke book. I was like, all I'm doing is Erica Badu, Tyrone, and um, I'm Not the Only One by Michael Buble. And I was like, I, don't, I need to move that. Not mm-hmm. Michael. Um, uh, Sam Smith, but uh, Michael, um, I do the other. What song? What did you say? You need to add the medley from Sister Act too. You're absolutely right. Like those are things that I'm like, why well, haven't I put that on that yet? I did. And Bruno, well, we got we, we listen. Me and me and Corey and Ashley, we was at Brayden's birthday, so let's talk about this. Brayden, how was your birthday two weeks ago? Because that's why we had to take some time off air, y'all, because we all had oh to recover. Because when you're thirty five and up, things get a little bit more hairy. So I've I've still haven't recovered, and that's with the Mexico treat uh, trip within that Not treat. So <laughs> yeah, it's a treat trip. Um, I still haven't recovered from either one of those, but I tell you what, it was one of the best birthdays I've ever had, and I can I can one hundred percent tell you this: I've never laughed that much in my entire life. My abs question mark are still sore. <laughs> Yeah, it was really fun. I I, talk, I said when I got back, it's like nobody argued, nobody fought, everybody just laughed and laughed so, in wigs, mm-hmm. in wigs, in wigs. Was, and I only I only got sick for like three hours. Yeah, sick. no, and that's fine. Yeah, no, that's that's classic with us. You know, it's like when you're playing. Um, beer pong and back before COVID when they used to put beer in the drink still and you have to like chug all the stuff um, but well put a pin in that but anyways when you used to do that and you would take too much and be like I gotta throw up and then you come back it's called puke and rally this was never my life right Io did you live but did you die like what's happening what are you talking about I just I just 
never played beer pong. Oh, really? That game is unsanitary. Well, that's why it's called water pong now because hello, COVID, and people don't drink out of it. But when we were, I was college, doing it before COVID though, because it yeah, a it little was bit. Gross. It's nasty. I used to go to it bars was- and people would drop that ping pong on the fucking floor in a mm-hmm. nasty ass New York bar and then fucking continue mm-hmm. to drink that drink. I was like, nah, I'm good. And I also don't like beer. Well, right. So that's why I don't. I mean, there, there's one time I played with a group of friends and basically each cup was a different shot. And so, like, you didn't know which cup it would land in. It was just like. That's not dangerous. It was. I threw up and came back and I said, let's go, guys. So was, I don't think I've ever thrown up and rallied. I think, like, if I'm thrown up, that's that's a wrap for the evening. Well, as the older I've gotten, it is mostly definitely a wrap. <laughs> I've, I've been one, one time in particular I can remember where a puke and rally happened was when we were in Miami for the Miami Wet Fest. Shout out. <laughs> um, and we were heading out for the night. And I just remember being in the cab. I guess we just pre-gamed too hard. I remember being in the cab like, if this cab doesn't stop in the next two seconds, I'm going to vomit. Luckily, he <laughs> did. Hopped out, ran to some random bushes, just, and was like, all right. And well, what was Adam? <laughs> well, you know, Adam. Adam and I was and, like, bet. I feel like Adam Let's and get Braden, some food. I feel like Adam and Brayden have an unlike mentioned rule of like, if y'all leave us up to pregame by ourselves, then y'all have to put up with whatever happens that night. If y'all feel mm-hmm. like y'all need to take a nap before then, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. don't pull me into this. I always get sick the next day, the morning after. Well, no, Adam's sick at, at, at night, but I'm talking about whatever attitudes or situations we get from y'all at night. We have to deal with it because we left yo you two up to pregame by yourself. Mm-hmm. To pregame. When is there a time that Darrell is not involved with the pregame? I don't. I've never seen that. Well, well I'll just... tell you an example. One time in Philly, <laughs> wow. we got we got I to Philly. Got tonight, we y'all. got to Philly, and uh, Darrell and Darren were like, "We're gonna take a quick nap." And I was like, "I'm gonna drink." And so <laughs> I sat up and drank and drank and got ready and was just listening to music. And then they got up. I was already lit. And so by the time we left for the left the hotel, it was just like, ooh, Teresa is here. Ooh. No, Adam, and that I was before ne- Teresa even existed. I will never forget Adam grabbing and saying, Teresa is here. And mind you, he was meaning Teresa Judice at the time. But however, I had met Teresa from Passions because we used to have these like code names when we go out and get lit. Like mine was Rebecca because she'd become a slut. Braden's was Esme because she was this high called British woman who had class, but she was still messy. And then Adams <laughs> was Teresa hyphen Lopez Fitzgerald. And I, no, I think that's what that was the subconscious. Like, oh, yeah. Ter- that's what came and out. I, and I, Darren I was like, about Teresa. I, I just posted the about theme song to Passions because like. <laughs> My, I'm not gonna say what year it was, but at a certain point in my life, for like a year, for some reason, I was really into passions. I was in school. I know the and year, I and like, I almost said it. I almost did you? It's know. unnecessary. 1993. It wrong. Don't wrong. do it like that. <laughs> Don't do it like wrong. that. I was a child. In so while we've been partying and and laying, you know low i guess the world has been imploding there's been so much that's been the going world never stopped imploding the world around. the world never stops imploding but there's been so many different things that's been going on um let's get our I was like political yeah. corner going with sunny hot i mean brayden bradley Ooh. let's talk politics What's going on in the world of politics? Let's start in the butt crack of America, Florida. What's happening down there? Um, uh, did it fall off? Please say it fell off. It hasn't fell off, Damn but it. I'm sure I'm sure you saw the video that's going viral on social of the Republicans and Democrats of the Florida mm-hmm. the Congress. They were doing um it wasn't it was some line dance. It was dance. the, the electric slide. slide. It was the cha-cha slide. Mm. The cha-cha slide. May I point out that none of them really knew how to do it. Right. But but most importantly, they were up dancing and celebrating because they passed a bill which is attacking the LGBTQ community, including transgenders, transgendered health and resources, and not and their the expansion of the Don't Say Gay bill. It's just a whole hot there's mess. There's another. I don't know exactly what it is, but there's another bill that that. Uh, is a part of all that that like basically says like if you see a child that's trans you can just take them from their parents and there'll be no repercussions yeah well there's a lot of fear mongering mm. going on right now i saw someone that you know this is a call out podcast uh matt roberts who we used to know at tjc in college i saw him post something today um that was very fear mongering and and it was just like can someone explain to me why 
uh, Netflix now has kids in Rainbow. Isn't that trying to indoctrinate our kids? And I'm like, but you're, as far as I remember, pretty gay yourself. So I, I don't know where that's coming from. And then the next thing was some guy who was gay who they labeled as a pedophile because he apparently was. He's like, see, this is what they're trying to do to our children. And I was like, number one, you don't have children. Number two, you are gay. And number three, what you're doing is fear mongering and trying to like pull things from different areas to make your narrative stick. And it's very I've noticed that a lot lately um, that cis white gay men have been, um, trying to distance themselves from the rest of the, the community. They say that LGB is where they stop uh-huh. and TQIA is not, not part, part of it. Yeah. They deal with different yes. issues that I don't have to deal with <gasps> and um, their their issues are infringing upon my rights. And, and they're agreeing. A lot of cis white gay men are actually agreeing um, that the um, TQIA community are pedophiles and that they are bad and they shouldn't use the bathroom like they are they, they i mean like a lot of that community is pulling that way and i'm what's not his sure name they've always been a little sus like they've always been the white gay community certain aspects of it like like there was all that stuff during drag race years and years ago during second all-stars third all-stars mm-hmm. when like they voted against shangela because she's black and oh there yeah was, like a lot of yeah and everyone. I think, Sorry. I think that we should add CP to LGBTQIA. What's CP? Catholic priests. Oh. Oh. Well. What? Explain. Explain, because that would mean that. <laughs> Are you kidding? <laughs> like, well, that priests would, to that? If they're, if they're kidding, if they're kidding the IA, the TIA to pedophilia, then I guess we can add CP to it. I, I was okay. okay. That I that I understand. Yeah, if they're, <laughs> if they're pulling that, then I I do agree with Brayden on that because it's just like we there's been two priests um in the past week. Obviously, there's more, but just two in the past week that have been accused of and and one of them was doing child porn and the other one was accused of pedophilia and they were like why people online defending them saying well you know it's different like it's different it's, how's it different listen they they feel that it's different and they They're feel and, and yeah right and they feel like it's actually for them more of a reason to put things in place against the lgbtqia community that but, don't make no sense i didn't say it did but that is what's going around Republicans do make any sense what's his name um the liar that's in Congress from New York. You got to be specific. Um, the yeah. drag queen, George, George Santos. Santos. He come and he tweeted and was just like, "I want to separate, you know, the LGB stops with me and well, blah blah blah." He blah. wants to be. Oh he wants to be a a lot of things that aren't real. But like mm-hmm, he, mm-hmm. but he also, uh, you know what. It's interesting with him being a drag queen previously and, and having this. And I mean, I'm guessing he auditioned for Drag Race a couple of times and didn't get on. So maybe that's his issue. Oh, somebody tweeted that. They were like, oh, he's too. Bi-. Oh, no, it was at the um, uh, 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 the dinner that they have. Every oh, the year. White House correspondent. Yes. Yeah. And some um, a comedian got up there and was mm-hmm. making jokes and was mm-hmm. like, oh, he's not here because I guess he's auditioning for RuPaul's Drag Race. So anyway. Mm. <laughs> Yeah, it's interesting. So while we're still on air, Tucker Carlson is not, and neither is our friend at CNN, Don Lemon. Tuck so fuck. let's kind of go around and, and get you guys' feelings on that. I know that we have very mixed feelings on how they're being kind of grouped together, as we all know that they both have the same lawyer representing them, um, which is a little bit interesting. Really? So, yeah. yeah. So they have the same lawyer. But this lawyer is like, has got, I can't, I wish I could remember who else, but he's gotten money for other anchors that have been unceremoniously dismissed. Um, I think, I think hmm. also Matt Lauer, which is problematic, Ugh. but I'm not, I'm not saying this lawyer is represented the best, but he had, that, no, but it was something, it was like someone who got fired and you were like, why did that person get fired? And they got a whole bunch of money. Well, are they going to represent TJ Holmes and Amy Roback because all they were trying to do is fuck and they let them go. So Damn. I think that's upsetting. <laughs> <laughs> that's They're true. still together. They're going strong. They are going strong. I'm glad oh, to hear that. That's good to hear. Because that, you know, honestly, my good sis Amy, I'm, I must say I'm proud of you. I Listen, I get it. I would have risked it off of TJ too. But <laughs> go, I would have. But going back to Tucker and Don, 
let's kind of go around. We obviously talked about it on the podcast previously about Don's comments about women. We had the famous Brayden Io going back and forth on conversation on that. So what do you guys think about Tucker and Don being let go? Is that why Brayden didn't come? Because he didn't want to fight me in person? <laughs> Probably. Who knows? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I mean, I'll well, go. I, I don't think that we should put Tucker and Don together. Okay, I, 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 I was just going to say that. Separate. They just happened to happen on the same day, which I think that was kind of strategic on CNN, um, on CNN's part. But I agree with you. What. How so? Because they were like, oh, Fox News just let go of their like most prominent anchor because of a whole other situation. So they're like, this is a perfect time to let Don go because if Don was let go... And Tucker wasn't, or if Don was let go first, it would have been more of like an uphill battle for them because mm. there's no. I actually disagree with that because um, mm. my understanding of the situation is they were setting up Don for a while. Like they moved him from an evening slot where he could be loud and a little, um, not boisterous, vulgar, boisterous. And they put him in a morning spot where it's like not like usually you're not so aggressive with your guests and stuff. Mm -hmm. So I I heard that they were like setting him up to get rid of him. Mm -hmm. So I and like CNN's in Atlanta and Fox News is in New York. So like I don't think they knew. I think it was a coincidence. I think they were going to fire him that day. And then when when Fox News announced it, they were like, well, fuck it. Us too. Yeah. Well, I, well, I right. think that's what Brain was saying. I, I think that's exactly what he was saying. I, I agree in the sense of like, there was, you know, Tucker, what people think he was let go for, I don't believe it was really what he was let go for. I think it had to do with money. I think it had to do with the ads and stuff he was bringing in. And I think that like people like, oh, they finally let Tucker go because of like all the lies and vitriol and everything that he was spewing on that, sh- that show. And it's like, that's not why they let him go. It actually had to do more with money and things and stuff behind the scenes. Don, yes, they were setting him up to be let go, but there were things I personally think that Don could have done and said better. I do hate that they both got the same lawyer. I do hate that they were both uh, retweeting things in support of each other because uh, social media kind of pitted them as in the same boat, like saying like, you know, it sucked because it worked out for Don where people were like, he shouldn't have been let go because they wanted to say, well, Tucker shouldn't have been let go. They were trying to say they both should stay. Mm. Um I think that Don has a wonderful voice. I, I hope that, you know, he goes. I think that everyone, like Whoopi says it all the time on The View, everyone steps in poo. We've done it this time, uh, several times on the podcast where we say things and then we have to, like, correct each other or, like, we have to come back and be like, oh, I'm sorry. Um, or I have to edit it out. Or, or you, or Adam has to edit it out. And, I, <laughs> under, and that does happen. And Adam I, has kept receipts. We're all... You damn right. Under Adam's thumb. <laughs> we, 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 yeah, we, we all have that. But I think that it's, you know, it can be very messy. And I think that at the end of the day, we do have to separate them but unfortunately social media is in a place where they're not doing that yes adam in a quick like five to ten second synopsis of like why did tucker get fired i thought it was because it was like i I don't think they can talk about this but i think it's something in the dominion clause because he was the one making the most noise oh yeah about uh, the same day he was pushing those um those 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 rumors those lies yeah so it was the it was, it was the doing into money and all of that, uh, like Tucker, but people uh, like Democrats and, and liberals were saying like, finally Fox made a decision to get this person who's been lying to our country, spreading this propaganda and everything. And that's not why they got rid of him. Ingram's still there. Shapiro's still exactly. there. Riley's still there. Yeah. I don't know. I, I just feel like the dominion people like targeted Tucker. Yeah. Good. I just, he just got that face He's that you just want to, fucking slap well what so was really I heard cool. a rumor. go ahead Darrell. no go ahead go ahead i was gonna say i heard a rumor that tucker is in the short list to be trump's running mate <laughs> and brain's not wrong that's i literally was about that's to say that horrible and it's if horrible. they win oh, you are all invited listeners included to live in liberia with me all right no, you I heard it first i heard it in, in your mansion <laughs> Um, I don't have don't, well, well, you said ain't mine. That's you said. Let me. All right. Well, look, here's one thing that was really cool. So Ashley and I, the day after Tucker and Don got fired, we got to go on the view. Mm-hmm. And that was freaking cool because like to be there the day after and get that in real life, in real person, like 
feedback from the co-host. It was very interesting. Sunny obviously was very upset because she was that's like, "That's my friend for for thirty." She years? said, "That's my friend." She said, "I just feel like it's bullshit to compare him and Tucker." And then you know. Whoopi and Joy gave their pains. They were like, listen, as two people who Whoopi is like, I literally had to be had to be let go for a little bit for things I've said on the show. Like, we know how you can step in it. She said, there's a difference. And, and I think this is important. There's a difference in stepping in something and saying something wrong than intentionally lying day after day, which is what Tucker was doing. Can I point out mm-hmm. something also? Nikki Haley is now out here talking shit about how Joe Biden's too old. And I was like, bitch, didn't you just see somebody get fired for that shit? Talk about yes. you. Yes. Exactly. Yeah, it's. I, I just. I just really hope. I mean, whatever the case, I really don't want Ron DeSantis anywhere near this. Um, well, the, hopefully the, Disney fucks him up. Oh, they're suing the state of Florida, right? They're su- yeah, they they're sure suing are. him. They're suing him, and I just read an article. Or that's not true. I skimmed an article. <laughs> right. Well, you could have lied. You could have lied. We could have kept it. That. Um, that like the the biggest liability in that case is Ron DeSantis's fucking mouth. It's because, no, like, shit. he, um, he's, like, basically admitting to everything that Disney's suing him for, like, um, political retaliation. Um, so, hmm. fuck Ron DeClantis. De- what else did I say? <laughs> yeah. He Ron can die Satan. of, what is it? He can die of gonorrhea and rotten hell. <laughs> right, right. Well, listen, guys, listen, everyone go refill your drinks. When we come back, we'll have more hot topics. Super excited to be doing the hot topics with the crew today. We have to go now find topics ourselves because we have no writers now because we are currently in a writer strike. So while we go get our topics Actually, together. Darrell, that means you shouldn't be. I shouldn't here. honestly be here. I should be <laughs> honestly out marching. But uh, guys, we'll be right back. Hey, Pride fam. We would love to hear from you, so please feel free to email us at pridetheseries at gmail.com or DM us on Instagram at, at pridethepodcast. Can't wait to hear from you all, and remember to celebrate Pride 365. And we're back. And we're back. Oh my God, Darrell, we didn't wow. even like practice that. I didn't even know it was happening. That was amazing. All right, wonderful. Um, so as a writer, mm-hmm. what are your demands? <sighs> you know a lot of things. So it's interesting. As everyone knows, I was talking before we went to the break. The writer strike has happened. Um, the last time this actually happened was in 2007. And I just want to break down a few things for you guys out there who might not know a little bit of information about this. And it's been really cool, like, being a part, like, I'm a um, inductee into the union. Like, it's super cool to, like, know a little bit about it. So in 2007, as we famously remember, Brayden and Adam and I were watching Desperate Housewives. They had a tornado. Oh. The tornado, remember, it happened, and we didn't know anything about the tornado for about four or five months of who died. And it ended up being Ida. Uh, poor Ida and like uh, some other folks, but like the shows went off the air. What it also did is it really impacted black and brown television shows. That's why we didn't get a proper finale to um, to girlfriends because of that. Um, it also gave birth to reality TV. Reality TV huh. is really what came out of the writer strike because we needed people to still be able to make money. We needed to put people out there. So that's why shows like Real Housewives of Orange County, um, because as you know, Housewives, that's why I started with Desperate Housewives, because when they went on break, that was one of the biggest shows with the highest ratings at the time. So Bravo said, people want Housewives, so let's give them the real Housewives. So that's how the real Housewives are born. Wow. A lot of people don't know that. I did not know that. Yeah. But there was some reality TV before that. that. There, there was a little bit, but yeah, like uh, Real World and things like that. But big the, the big type of reality shows that really transitioned into where it wasn't competition style, mm-hmm. that it was more like, oh, we're following these people around and supposedly seeing their real lives. Right. Uh, you guys can't see us air quoting the shit out of that. Right, right. <laughs> so that's when Real Housewives was born to capitalize off the success of Desperate Housewives because it was missing from the air for so for so long. So basically, uh, Andy Cohen is a huge Desperate Housewives fan. 100%. And he admits that on his show. He says his two b- favorite shows of all times is Desperate Housewives and All My Children. Those are his two favorite shows. That's hmm. why he's had Sarah Michelle Gellar on so many times. For those who don't know, she originated the role of Kendall Hart, won an Emmy for it, and Susan Lucian said, fire her, and they did. 
That's uh, okay. Buffy the Vampire said she doing she, okay. She did it. She she doing all right. So so that's what really happened in the 2007 writer strike. So that was fine, and that was simply asking for streaming at the time wasn't a big thing, but it was kind of like hey. This is kind of what we feel like we're going. We want to make sure we're being taken care of in that. That's why things like new media and stuff was created for actors because technically at the time, actors, they were like, you can hire people for new media and not pay them. And like Mm -hmm. they they, they created things like that loopholes. So in this current one, streaming has ever became more popular, especially with HBO Max, Disney Plus, a lot of shows being created for streaming platforms only. Writers are not being compensated properly for that. They're only being paid their upfront writing fee, and they're not being paid for residuals. So people are like, hmm. um, why is that not happening? So streaming is not the only issue. A couple of the other issues, they want to increase the minimum compensation significantly to address the devaluation of writing in all areas of television, new media and features, standardized compensation and residual terms for features, whether released theatrically or and on streaming. So for the other night, the roommates were sitting and they were like, oh, so like Days of Our Lives, you wrote that, it's streaming. I only got paid for my initial writing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm not getting paid anytime anybody that. turned that on. That sucks because if that if these laws get passed, what would be great is for us to be able to go and turn on the show and then watch it many times and I get and then Darrell can drive by turn on drugs. the news. Then I get cre- get credited for that. And by everybody drugs. And by everybody drugs. <laughs> and so a lot of people are like, well, what's being impacted the most? Right now, what's being impacted, the talk has ceased productions. Uh, the television show, The Talk, with Cheryl Underwood, Jerry oh, O'Connell, shit. they have ceased productions because most of their writers are actually WGA writers. Mm-hmm. Um, Jay Leno and, well, he didn't do this, but he, he actually went on the picket line and passed out donuts. He does that every time we go into a strike. I don't mm-hmm. know what that's going to do. Uh, Jimmy Fallon has agreed to, um, ma- he made NBC pay the writers uh, for two weeks of work, and then he's going to pay their third week of work, and they're going to have health benefits up until September. Fantastic. Um, they're wow. asking anybody who's on any sets, if you are on set and you have a produced script, like, for example, Game of Thrones, um, The House of Dragon, they're not going to cease production because all of their scripts are done. But if you get on set and anybody like rewrites the script or changes the line or anything, that's called scabbing. And that basically sets back what they're trying to do right now with the writer strike. Like if you scab, that kind of means that like, oh, well, we can just have these scripts and have writers and producers come in and reproduce them and rewrite them. And we actually don't need the writers. So we're okay to let that go. So they're encouraging people not to do that. Um, the other nighttime shows are going to go dark. Saturday Night Live, Night Live is going dark. They canceled Pete Davidson episode Pete, already. Yeah, Pete Davidson, you know, Jennifer Coolidge, all of them are going to be hosting. That's canceled now um, because the writers are all stepping down. A lot of people, and I want to say uh, this last thing on the button on it uh, to get you guys thought, but please stop coming for Quinta Bronson. A lot of people have been coming for Quinta on Twitter um, for different reasons. One of them saying like, Oh, Quinta, you need to change all the. Sc- it's your job to change all public schools. It's not her Wait, job. What? 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 Well, what? I mean, there, there's a lot of things. It's, first of all, it's not her job to change all public schools. Secondly, they're saying to Quinta at Quinta Bronson, you need to make sure you're paying the writers and get them what they deserve. Quinta is also a writer on the show, yeah. and Quinta is also in the WGA, and she's also at the picket line, and she's not writing right now either. So please quit tweeting her like demands that aren't realistic because you don't know what you're talking about like like the show can't go on there are shows that can't go on and you're going to see some of your favorite shows in the fall not actually return or they're going to be 13 episode seasons instead of 22 episodes because you guys didn't do this correctly that's another thing that came out of the last strike is those 13 seasons because a lot of shows still do that just 13 shows because it used to be like 26 shows which is insane and then the uk they don't do that the uk also like the actors contracts are better like every three years they have to be renewed so people can't get trapped on shows yeah Hmm. that's why like the whole cast of Downton Abbey three years in was like she's dead he's dead they're dead yeah (laughs) we're dead it's it's tough I mean reality shows like um uh, Real Housewives won't actually have to take a hiatus because they don't have writers uh, of the union per on set. Se. They, they, ha- they, right. ha- they do have writers, but they're not union writers. They're right. just scene breakdown people who basically tell you what scene you're going to be in, who you're with, and what uh, conversation you should probably have. Does I Tyler won- Perry still, still not use union writers? So Tyler Perry is not using writers, and Tyler Perry, I believe, went FICOR. For those who don't know, FICOR means financial corp, which basically equates to that you decided that 
I don't want to actually be a part of the union because I don't feel it does anything for me. So I'm going to go independent and continue to write shows. Yeah, he forces jo- them to uh, be Fi-Core. Josh Griffin is actually Fi-Core. He's from Young and the Restless. So that soap won't take a break. Uh, the writers from General Hospital are all done. Um, but they do have one director who is a writer as well. He went Fi-Core, so he'll be probably writing the Did show. Did he like switch, five switch to Fi-Core? Or he was like... Uh, mo- most of the people that were already Fi-Core from 2007 have stayed Fi-Core because basically what happens is once you go Fi-Core, you cannot go back into the union because the union looks at you as a backstabber. So I actually made the comment. I was like, oh my God, well, maybe with all these writers, because there's no writers at Days of Our Lives now except for like two because everybody, you know, is union. And I was like, oh, I'll go in and write. And they were like, well, if you do, once the writers come back, you'll be let go and you'll never be let into the union. So like, that's so not you a, were like, fuck that no yeah. way. Sorry, so Adam. What would you want to say? I am. Does Drag Race have union writers? They do have some, uh, but it's not going to be affected. I mean, a lot of shows and stuff have been done, and like for example, Drew Barrymore, because uh, her and Ross talked about it on the show. She her show is wrapped. And so it's done. Kelly Clarkson only has like two or three WGA writers on her show, mm. but they still have other non-union writers where they can continue. Same thing with The View. The View won't be affected because they only have like two or three WGA writers. Um, but yeah, it's it's interesting how this is going to shake out, and we'll see what happens. I am very terrified for the rooms of queer people, people of color, uh, because they did not survive the first writer strike, and it took years to get black entertainment back, back to where to it where was. It was yeah. So... I'm curious to see what's going to happen. You know what else I'm freaked out about is why, like how the um, studios aren't budging on this AI thing. Yeah, the AI thing. So that's so why I wanted to ask you guys. Oh, so, so, yeah. So, Brayden, that's that's something. So, what are your thoughts on AI like taking over writing? Because basically, what they're saying is like AI is going to now be doing the writing. They're like, well, we don't need writers well, and human not, beings. I th- I thought what it was is like you guys, the writers, are saying. Um, that you don't want the uh, AI to be programmed using your work? Yes, but there's also other cases of... Th- so there's an AI out there that's written a particular script from Netflix that's causing a lot of issues where they're like, this was completely done by a computer. This whole concept and this whole but thing. But they used somebody else's work to like teach the... the they did. They used someone the to, robot. Teach, to teach the robot, and the robot now has pumped out the script, and they're like, um, what? And... Which tells you guys, everyone copyright your shit. Please copyright your stuff. But even if you copyright it, they can read it and like learn. They from can, it. but you you still should copyright because the person in this particular case with the Netflix situation did not copyright, and it turns out that their lawyer told them if you would have copyrighted in time, they took your idea because copyright pr- protects your idea. And if you can teach someone an idea and you can find any complex – I mean, imagine how many people I could have sued for pride because it is copyrighted. Try me if you won't. That's what I have to say about that. We okay. <laughs> wow. Um. In other news, in other news did um, you guys hear about? Um. Basically, there was a lynching on the New York subway. Yes, I was just gonna. Yeah. Jordan Neely. Uh, he was a Michael Jackson impersonator. Um, he's unhoused or was unhoused, and um had mental illness issues, mm-hmm. and was on the subway and was basically like ranting and making a speech and he threw his jacket to the ground and this marine um uh, assaulted him and uh it it resulted in his death and the medical examiner his room did uh ruled it a homicide Mm -hmm. um and the da's office um after i believe and correct me if i'm wrong i believe praising this guy is now investigating him uh, to see if they're going to bring manslaughter charges, which, in my opinion, they absolutely should. One hundred percent. Because um, I know your mama told you not to put your hands on nobody. Because that little boy didn't put his hands on anybody. He, he was didn't yelling. Yeah. He was stomping and ranting up and down the. But how many times have you been on the subway and seen that happen? Too many times. I mean, clearly the boy who who committed the act of murder didn't live in New York, and it's not from New York. He's not. Uh, I I mean, I'm assuming not I because what to go with your statement, that's literally what we see. They're daily. not bothering we, we, we nobody. See, we see daily. Now, listen, I do understand that things can be very scary, especially for you little white kids from the Midwest who come here and don't know no better. Uh, First but, of all, we don't sound like that. 
Right. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, and neither. But I'm sure you don't because you're not a white kid from the Midwest. You're like right. I said. I'm a black. But kid from the um, but I think that it's very interesting. I don't know. I don't know. Brayden, what are your what are your thoughts? Sorry, I want to I want to get your thoughts. I know you're on location. I want to make sure you get a chance to chat. I think obviously it's wrong, and obviously it wasn't a homicide. It was murder. Like anybody watching the video can tell. Yeah. That's it. Like that. I don't, there's no argument. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think it's it, it's so the gentleman who killed him uh, was 24, and then Jordan Neely was 30, and it's crazy because I remember the Michael Jackson impersonator on the track. Yeah, uh, I feel like I've, I've, I've seen, seen him. him several times. Um, but what it did spark for me is that we do need more protections around mental illness and and homeless people. And we like, need a different mayor and a different governor. Yeah, cuz I don't know what fucking what, trash. Yeah, the, I don't the, know the, what's the, going on the there. The statements that was put out by both was very <gasps> interesting. Um not sure why they said what they said, but I think that what it did teach me is that we do need places and 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 centers for homeless people, more of them and we also do need mental illness i mean this guy like he came on threw down his stuff uh jordan neely and he was just like i'm hungry i don't have no nothing to drink nothing to eat i don't give a fuck if i go to jail like he was upset and i think that apparently for people on the train that was the scary part for them where he said i don't care if i don't give a fuck if i go to jail like that was what triggered them to be like oh god what is he gonna do because when people say like i don't care about jail or cops that means for them they're like i'll do anything um, so I understand how scary that can be. Like, I'm not ignorant to that. I get that. And I do also understand that had I also been on a subway, would I have been a little bit nervous? Yeah. But also we've been in situations like that and we get off we're like, yo, that was crazy. That was wild. But then we just go you on just about don't it. Kill people. Sorry. Point blank. You just don't kill people. Exactly. Don't kill people. Yeah. Say that, Brayden. I um, mean, it's not that. I know. Right. It's just mind your fucking business. Yeah. I just don't understand how people just cannot. Mind, mind their business. business. This is not the city to come to if you can't mind your business. Very that. No. Um, and other news, Governor Abbott is in under fire again. Um, because I know you've that all was heard... almost too easy for me, but I'm gonna let that go because I'm I know I almost, I almost well, I know what you're gonna say. You know say I was it. Yeah, no. both of you say it. No. Hot Wheels. Okay, that's it. All right. That's, ah. all right. that's it. I was, was goaded. You wasn't here to stop me, right? So I, I was goaded. I didn't. I'm glad I set that up. Yeah. Um, but I'm sure you've all heard about the shooting that happened in Cleveland, Texas, which is about an hour north of Houston. Um, a gentleman was out in his front yard shooting off his, his uh, rifle, and the neighbors came over and were like, Hey, we have a baby trying to sleep. Like, can you, can you just please stop? Mm-hmm. He's like, I do what the fuck I want to do in my yard, which, you know, sure. You do whatever mm-hmm, you want to do, mm-hmm. but you know, have some, you know, some courtesy, some cooth. But anyway, so he got heated and busted his way into their home, shot five of them, um, ranging from 18 to 30. No, eight. I'm so sorry. From eight, eight year old to 30. And, um, yeah, it's very sad. It's very, he was on the run for a while. I think they did ca- finally catch him. He was, at, he was at a nearby relative's house. Yeah. Um, but Abbott in one of his statements said, um, he's, you know, called the victims of the mass shooting illegal immigrants, which they weren't. And it's just like, bruh, what did that have to fucking do with anything? Right. It has nothing to do with any, I'm not sick at this time. Mm. Like yeah, well, it's well, just, well, it's, well, it's the, well, it's the headlines. I mean, going back to mm-hmm. um, going back to what we just talked about with Jordan Neely. The literally headline was "Decorated Army Vet uh-huh. Subdues uh, an Unhinged African American Homeless Man on the Subway, Threatening Passengers." Like it's all about headlines. Let's and the talk way about how things. the New York Times talks about they're so liberal, but they say wild, off the wall shit about people. Off the wall and, and shit that's not time. correct. Um, yeah, Greg Abbott really needs to roll on out of here like, i mean i mean oh, we oh, need shit. to put i mean talk about putting people <laughs> Honestly, back on a boat greg abbott yeah, right uh ronda satan i mean listen i i just don't understand listen texas texas y'all are smart i know y'all are i really do i know because we all have family there we have there people we pockets love that. we have pockets i know y'all ain't this crazy we really have to remove him and ted cruz the same way y'all all agreed that we needed to remove George Bush, y'all need to agree that we needed to Which remo- one? 
Right. Mm. But like You know, I feel like I haven't really heard much about Ted Cruz lately. Well, Have there's, y'all? there's a new gentleman who's running. Brayden, yeah. what's the guy's name? Col- uh, is his name Colin something? He's uh, he's running against Farrell. F- Cruz? No, he's running against uh, Ted Cruz. Cruz? I'm Colin Allred. Ted Cruz? Yeah, who, Colin Allred. Who yeah. Is, first of all, who is Canadian and Cuban and denies being Cuban. You mean Raphael? Mm-hmm. Is that mm-hmm. his name? This yeah. His name is Raphael. Raphael Cruz. Yeah. Crazy. Mm. You know that. You know, he should probably audition for Vanderpump Rules. They all be going on there trying to change their name. The mess, girl. Oh, you. Mm. Say it. Brandon, he ain't wrong. But listen. <laughs> listen, you know what? Let me quickly go over to Vanderpump Rules. I really want to have this conversation. I'm going to say something that is probably going to get me canceled. Problematic. Oh it, it's it's, it's uh, problematic yet brave. Um, I don't hate Raquel as much. And here's the thing. The reason why... It's because everybody, the show started with them cheating. Bye, Raiden. Like, like the show started with Sheena Shea cheating on, like, cheating with Eddie Cibrian on, like, from Brandy Glanville. Like, they were married. Like, Sheena started the show. That's how the show started. Kristen Dute literally got her man taken away from Wait, her, can Tom I, Sandoval. Can I clarify but, something? Yeah. So, Eddie Cibrian didn't leave Grant Brandy Glanville for Leanne Rye? Not in there were some things that happened in the middle. Leanne was the ultimate fine. But no, he cheated a lot. He also <laughs> cheated um on Sunset Beach when he was acting on that show. I wish we had Lisa Guerrero back on the podcast because she could talk about that probably. Um not and it, let me say it wasn't her. Lisa wasn't a person, but I'm sure that everyone knew. <laughs> Just let me put that out there. Messy, uh, messy. Uh, but so and Eddie, come on the podcast, talk to us about it. What's wrong with your dick? Like, tell us what's going on. What's because, wrong with, what's the, wrong what's with right it? Apparently, right. He be getting all these bitches. Yeah. Like he, I mean, he must. It must be slinging because he out there doing the thing. Um, <laughs> but so, so I just think it's a little bit hypocritical. And when people are like, well. Raquel changed her name from Rachel to Raquel. Well, Lala, your mom didn't name you Lala, but that's the name. Wait, you go is by. Lala the one talking about it? Lala is literally one of the ones talking about it. It's like Lala. Lala, there's a Lala on, on Vanderpump. Yeah, her name is Lala Kent, but her real name is Lauren something something. Like your name, and and Kent isn't even her last name. She her dad, her father's name was Kent something, and he passed away, and she took his first name, made it her last name, and changed her name to Lala legally. Hmm. So. Your name well, is Jarrell. Your name is not Jarrell. It's Bobby, it but is it is Jarrell. Legally, my, yes. my, legally, my middle is Bobby Jarrell Anthony. Middle name, right? But Lala ain't nowhere in her name, and neither was Kent. She made it up. isn't her name. It's the first two letters of Lauren repeated. That's La, so La. stupid. Don't defend Lala. You always defend the bad people. You're defending having- Rachel. I'm like defending. LC. I'm not defending Rachel in the sense of what Rachel did, what Raquel did was because listen we need to go by what people whatever their identity and their names we go by that what raquel did was wrong no what raquel did was wrong she cheated she slept with her quote-unquote best friend's man fine that's fucked up but for everybody else in this cast to act like they have not done the same thing it's like ariana you literally got tom because you took him from Kristen. You cheat, you, like you helped him cheat. So why is it a problem? And then Kristen went on Watch Rapper's Live and she's like, "It's not well, a problem, but you know what it is." Just say you don't like Raquel. It's karma. That, it's karma. But I, when Kristen was on Watch Rapper's Live, a fan literally asked her, "They were like, so how is it that you're so mad at Raquel when you're not mad at Ariana when she took Tom from you?" And she's like, "Well, that's different." And it's just like, "It's different." Well, and, and what's different is just say you don't like Raquel. I'm so tired of people all over trying to make excuses in the situation. I would have much more respect for the Vanderpump Rules cast if they just said, we don't like Raquel. And then we could just we can just live like that. But you know what? Pump- they did like her. Huh? They did like Raquel, Rachel, and Kristen it's and Tom dumb. weren't trying to freeze and create embryos together like Tom and Ariana were after I'm, nine. And it, Right, and I'm not saying it's wrong. I, I mean, I'm saying it's right. I'm sorry. I'm not saying it's right. I agree. Like the And this was going on for – this was a seventh-month-long – Line, but Tom has a problem because I, I just want people to. He's not even that good looking. I was gonna say he ain't even that good looking. I just want to say this okay. that Tom has cheated on so many people and caused so many things. Insecure. And what I want to just say to the Vanderpump Rules cast, any of y'all are welcome to come on the podcast and talk to us about it. But what I want to say to y'all is 
get out of that circle because y'all are all just fucking each other at this point. Like, there's other people out there other than James Kennedy. There's other people out there other than Tom Sandoval. There's other people out there other than Tom Swartz. There's other women out there other than Lala Kent, Sheena Shea. There, like, like there are other women. So and men. So please just so stop pissing where you eat, guys. Juliet Simone. Her name was Julia Simon, and her father managed a Walmart. <laughs> it must be something that's in those pump teenies because. Lisa just shut down pump. She's like, I'm not giving y'all no more drinks. Whatever I'm serving at pump is making everybody cheat. So I'm closing down the restaurant. I love that, Brayden. Brayden, you know what? I love your heart. And I'm going to tell you why. Because you still defend Lisa Vanderpump, even after how rude she was to you on the red carpet. Well, I'm going to say this, because Lisa Vanderpump didn't shut down pump. It got shut down because she did not pay her bills. They have roaches. So so I have I wasn't going to say that. Well, well, I'm going to Is that say why it. that roach was at the Met Gala? Because 100%. Oh, my God, it was. <laughs> a roach. Okay, so besides the roach, let's talk about the fashions at the Met Gala. Io had a very good friend there. Let's talk about, did Brian tell you any insight to his time at the Met Gala, what he liked? Talk about it. We haven't talked since. We talked the night before the Met Gala. Yeah. But and just so everybody know, Brian Tyree Henry is who we were talking about. Io's friend. So, like, what do, what do you think about the fashions at the Met Gala? I'll let you go first. Who did I love? Oh, oh, Jenna Ortega fucking Slade. I actually think if if we're going to talk about designers, mm-hmm. Tom Brown won. 100%. Mm-hmm. Tom Brown won the Met Gala. Mm-hmm. He had uh, Janelle. Mm-hmm. He had uh, Selena. He had um, that. Uh, I don't know who, what she does, but she had on like it was basically like a jacket, but it was a gown. Did you see it? Yeah, I saw them all lined up, but yeah. I can't remember remember who but tom brown won the met gala i feel like valentino came in second with rihanna and asap and um uh why can't i think of his name um what last of us people you're not even trying to help me Uh, oh pedro 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 pascal i feel like valentino came in second um, Adam, who would you say is a boot? Because I've been waiting all week to ask. Lizzo. Lizzo was a boot. She looked like Mother of the Bride. I, ha- you know what I wanted? I wanted her to wear the same exact thing she was wearing, but without the top underneath it, and just the sk- the black skirt with the pearls mm. and like a bra. Mm-hmm. That's what I wanted. Because mm. yeah. like, and also like, if I was Lizzo, I wouldn't have gone. Cause, cause, um, fuck. Uh, Carl Lagerfeld, Lagerfeld, because he's a fat hating, like model groping bastard. So, so a lot of people had a lot of negative things about Carl Lagerfeld, and uh, so this has sparked a big conversation about. So, first of all, I love Lil Nas X. Um, Him and Doja Cat both did a um, and Jared Leto, Leto. Leto, like a like a shout out to uh, his Chupette, his cat. So here's the thing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you're just like, <laughs> so, you're like, what were they doing? So, do you guys think? Because this has sparked a big conversation about can you separate the art from the artist? And I was reading something that was talking about, and, and I watched a couple of interviews with different people, and they were like, it's easier to forgive the artist for past transgressions when they're dead. Absolutely, they're like, it's easy. They say, like, listen, once R. Kelly dies. People can go back to listen to this music. It's different. But when they're still on this earth and you know what they did, that's why I think that when we have conversations about Michael Jackson, people are like, eh, it's fine. Elvis Presley, eh, it's fine. fine. Uh, well, no, it's. Uh, <laughs> I'm not saying, not necessarily that it's fine, but like, people don't scream, turn it off when I go into a bar and they play a Michael Jackson or Elvis that's Presley true. song. When R. Kelly music comes on, I'm in a bar, people start booing. Yeah, I, I'll say that like, do you guys think that maybe it's like, well, they're being punished now, uh, and it's no longer our job to punish them, but I mean, while they're here, it's our job. Well, because this country likes to pr- uh, pretend to be based on Christianity in a lot of ways, I think, yes, I think that people think that, well, God or whoever is taking care of them, and they're facing their ultimate, so we shouldn't. So with Carl, people are saying that, actually, we don't care. Like, I mean, we do, but he's, he's dead, so like, let's go. Let's talk about this for real. The Met Gala isn't really anything but Anna's little snobby party. I'm, yeah. so I'm not saying the Met Gala. that Anybody I'm not going to go. an event on a Monday evening because the venue's cheaper, that's Talk about it. 
Damn. Talk about it because it's less like we know it's cheaper and we also know it's cheaper to order uh, to um, have people who work in catering to come on a Monday. We already know. Nobody cares about the Met Gala anymore. Also, when is Anna (laughs) going to be ousted of her job? That's a lot of talk. I work in the same building as Let me tell you something. A woman who can make the rain stop just for her event isn't going to magically be ousted from her job. Well, she should. It rained all day before the Met Gala, and it rained after everybody got inside. That woman controls the goddamn weather. They're not just going to oust her. Well, we aren't going to be casting for a storm anytime soon. Um, I mean, why do we think, though? Like, do, So do anyone know the qualifications to get invited to the Met Gala? Because I used to think it had to be, like, high-profile celebrity. But, like, now? Anna wants. It's legit. Yeah. She basically – this year she basically said it because someone was like, what do you do – to get kicked off the list of the Met Gala and what are things you do to get on the list? And she was like, she, she went over to her friend who runs the Met Costume Institute and she was like, how do you get kicked out? And they're like smoking in the bathrooms because for some reason the celebrities can't keep their fucking cigarettes on the fucking loading dock and keep smoking in the goddamn bathroom every year. Well, <laughs> she doesn't even want them to vape either. They're already playing next year's list and she's like, X vaped on the carpet. Y vaped on the carpet. They're not coming Doja back. Doja definitely vaped Doja on the carpet. Doja definitely vaped on the carpet. Mm-hmm. I don't think they care if they vape in the carpet. I think their their issue is them vaping near the, um, the costumes, which I totally get, actually. You know who else was a boot? Uh, Kim Kardashian. Kim Kardashian was a boot. Why did they it look like she had her. skims? On? No, that's not true, because Kylie looked amazing, and I would actually fucking wear that. And Marc Jacobs. Oh, not I don't Kylie. Sorry. Kendall. See, I mix a oh, little trolls up. It. I did not like Kendall's look. I, I didn't like loved Kendall's look. Yeah. yeah, Kim's outfit looked like uh, the girls on Drag Race when they give them a corset as like, <laughs> a, as like you know, and they they're put like pearls here over and it. then just drape shit over it. <laughs> like it was like a it complete a boot. boot. Um, but I will say, I feel like this year a lot of a lot more people were in theme mm. than yeah. we have in the past couple years. Yeah. Um, and and you know I love to see it. Boring. And I understand why she wore what she wore, but um, Dua Lipa was boring. Like I know she was yeah. wearing uh, Christy Brinkley's dress mm-hmm. from the bridal collection of like ninety three or ninety five. Don't come for me. You know what I mean. But Christy Brinkley had the cute cat. Was it Christy Brinkley? Was it? I yes. don't know. She had the cute. She had the cute uh, chapeau, like the cute hat with it, and she just like literally like brushed her hair back and like wore the dress. And I was like. You're an ambassador of this event, girl. Do yeah. better. Yeah, I mean, I think that fashion is definitely changing. I agree. I agree. Uh, I with what you and Brayden were saying. Like, it's just like, it's not oh, like if like, Anna invites me, I'm going. Oh no, we. But listen, I tell you what. I tell you what. If Anna Winter, Anna, are you listening? If you invite Pride to podcast, you won't have to worry about Met Gala no more because we coming <laughs> up in now. And we gonna tear that damn Met Gala down. We eating everything. We definitely smoking on the carpet, so you can forget that. Please don't have your security pat me down because I'm holding something. I'm sure. Like, just put it in your booty hole. I will. I'll, it's, gonna, it's gonna be the Bet Gala, okay? The Bet. No, we tear. Bet. We we going in hard. Like they're gonna carry all of us out one by one. Brayden, I was telling the story the other day and oh, cackling man. about me and you getting thrown out of the club and then changing T-shirts to sneak back in. And the guy was like, you didn't change bodies. I know who you are. You literally just changed T-shirts. And we were like, yeah. And then we went to the we went to the owner. His name was Jason. I was like, Jason, they trying to throw us out. And, we, you know, we bring the party. He's like, let me talk to him. He's like, let them go. It's fine. We were so wasted. But they, they threw Brayden out. And I said, well, I'm going. They said, well, you can get out, too. And I said, let's just change shirts. And Brayden was like, who's you usually. switch shirts? What Right. Happened? But Brayden is usually very logical. But in that moment, he's like, yeah, girl, that sounds good. Let's switch shirts. Like, yeah. You think, so we put on each other's sweaty ass shirts. And we were like, let's go back to this party. And they're they're like, like, no, they, we don't look alike. No, they said, get the fuck, both of you go back out. We were on the dance floor dancing too, smiling, laughing at our achievement. Thought y'all like, had just, no, y'all ate that. We thought we did. They said, y'all can, he literally grabbed both of us and come with me. And I was like, wait, what? No. So yeah, that, that, that wasn't nice. But Adam, you brought up Drag Race real quickly before we wrap up. Let's talk about Drag Race All-Stars that's coming back up. Who we all think is destined to win and what do you think of the contestants? I think Nina Heights is going to win. <laughs> She's dead. <laughs> oh, oh, wow. No. Um, she died? Adam killed his drag persona. <laughs> 
I'm sad she, about that. She died. Brain, uh-uh. Brain thinks we're talking about Nina West. I think. <laughs> um, Adam or Brand. Nina um, Bonina Brown. Well, no, she no. She, don't bring her up because she. No, nothing. she's gonna come and find us. No, she no, she fights. So go ahead. Adam, <laughs> I fights too. <laughs> um, I don't know. Uh, it's a really good cast this season. I think. Yes. Um, it's gonna be a good roller coaster. Uh, I'm hoping for some good juicy drama. I'm excited for um, Mrs. Kasha Davis and Candy Muse, Candy Muse um, and Darian Lake. Darrell's yeah. friends with Candy Muse now. Um, mm-hmm. Candy was so, she'll be here next week. Let me um, honestly, that's probably possible. I will say this: Candy was so nice last week. I went to her party. If you guys are in New York City or ever come into the city, please go to Hush Friday and Saturday nights. Candy hosts a party there. She's incredibly kind. She came around to every single person and was talking to people we took photos together please follow me on i'm daryl anthony um, on instagram because you'll see photos like she is she is quite the treat um i'm excited for alexis michelle as well um friend of the pod pod. so you know i know alexis wanted to be back on drag race for a while so we're hoping for good things for her and i'm honestly i know i'm gonna get shot but james manfield i'm happy to i'm happy to see another Got about her. I, I did too. <laughs> and I think that she had such a horrible first go around at it that she has to have a redemption, which I feel sure. like a lot of drag queens do. We saw it happen with Shangela. We saw it happen um, with Sonique. We saw it happen with a lot of people who had a horrible first go around at it and they kind of come back and you're like, oh, you've learned something and it's gotten better. Yeah. So I, I, I don't want it to be a Mimi on first situation where she comes back and she's the first out. I want to see James comes back and, mm-hmm. and show us that, like, hey, I okay, really have who grown. who do you think sh- should go home first? Jim who is Fafana Montrese? Coco's daughter. Coco's daughter. I mean, she, she went home fine. like she, she went home what like she was second? on season 12 i believe and she went home what like second or third yeah she went home pretty fairly early she kind of was Kahana like a was nobody and then but she's had like a complete b- glow up and it's just like wow i think she wasn't ready no she wasn't mm-hmm. ready she needed to be on season 15 or 16 that's yeah. where she should be i think Name that looks so good. Everybody Darian Lakes looks, looks so amazing. Yeah. Oh, 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 oh Zempic. Oh. <laughs> no, no, no. We don't know that to be true, but I don't know. Darian looks really good. No, I think she had um, I think gastric, weight loss surgery. I think she had gastric, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Heidi in Closet, I'm excited to see. If you're asking who I think she should go home is first. Your, like you and Heidi in Closet should do a twin act. I love Heidi. I think mm-hmm. Heidi's great. We we the Gap twins. What's gapping? Um, what's gapping? What's gapping? So I love that. Miss Kasha Davis. I think is probably gonna go home first. If I if I was to to guess, it's a talent show. So yeah, and you have to have mm-hmm. talent to be in the show. The shame. I'm in love with Marissa Lopez. So Brayden. I know. I know. I know. I know. I know. I know. Looks real good. I was very shocked. I uh, mean, she, I could see her going home first. Although she was home. a Miss Continental. <laughs> No, but you know who mm-hmm. everyone's kind of voting for? Um, they're also all pushing for Monica Beverly Hills because her first season was not that great for her, but that was when she was going through uh, her transition. transition. And she had just started transitioning, so she her head wasn't in the game, and like she's fully transitioned now. And the bitch looks great, so I think it's going to be good. I, I think I, everybody looks great. I think yeah. everybody looks great, including RuPaul with all that editing. And what I will say is people out there, note this. Drag queens are not harmful. They do not hurt your children. They do not hurt your families. They are not trying to do anything to you. Go see a drag show if you have not. Go out and support your local queens. They are hurting so much right now. We appreciate people like Lizzo, who's had them in the show. Like there, There's so many people who went out to support them. So please continue to try to love and support drag queens. Amen. Gay men. Gay men. Gay men. Gay men. And tip of the bitch. Well, this was fun. Thanks, it was. guys. It was. Fun. It was. It was mm-hmm. It's always fun. Support your drag queens and support your writers. Guys, thank you so much for joining. I am Darrell Anthony. You can find me on Instagram at I'm Darrell Anthony and Darrell Anthony on Facebook and Twitter. My Twitter is Safefish for work, and that's great. I'm Adam Andrew Rios. You can find me at Boxed Wine Poppy with a zero on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. My Twitter is not safe for work. My name is Ayo Unike Cummings. You can find me at The Fabulous Spinster on Twitter and uh, Instagram. I don't know what TikTok is. 
And I'm Mr. Braden Bradley. You can find me and follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Mr. Braden Bradley or BradenBradley.com. Yes. Yeah, and your website's real pretty. It re- it really is very pretty. We sure should be working on ours. Um, sending shout out and love to um, the Days of Our Lives writing team who was nominated for an Emmy. Um, I love you guys over there, and that's amazing. Can I shout out um, Ain't No Mo and Fat Hand? You sure who were can. nominated for Tonys. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Go, go see those shows. We'll discuss guys. that next week. Go see those shows, but we're going to have much of that, and we're going to be have a special guest on from Fat Hand very soon, so I can't wait for you guys to see that. So we will be coming back very soon, and thank you guys so much, and talk to you next week. Bye. 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 What's it going to take to get you on?